What is up, groovy humans? This is Dave Winnick coming to you between your ears through the magic of the internet for the Slapdash Sketch Comedy Podcast. Today's episode is after the show, one of the many podcast forms we do here. We got a great guest, James Begin, the trombone player for Tropidelic, a funky reggae band that's out of Ohio. They tour all across the eastern seaboard, uh, go out to California sometimes, Colorado. Uh, you can check them out on pretty much any musical source, like any of those sources, iTunes, uh, Apple Music, uh, Google Play, Spotify, whatever it is that you check out bands on, you can probably find them if you just search Tropidelic. It's like Tropicana Orange Juice and Psychedelics. That's what their name makes me think of. Tropicana, Psychedelic, Tropidelic. Uh, one of my favorite things about them is they are a reggae band. A lot of times you get reggae. I like reggae and funk music. It's really fun. Um, but a lot of times they just kind of talk about, you know, fun times, hashtag good vibes only, uh, you know, having fun in the sun with your friends and getting stoned or drunk or whatever. And that's all well and good. And they do have some songs like that. But what I love about Tropidelic is that they bring uh, a lot of real issues to their lyrics and they talk a lot of truth and uh, they really speak their minds on their lyrics. Um, you know, agree with it or don't agree with it. That's up to you. It's how opinions work. But I think they are very honest in their lyrics and they put on a fun-ass show. James and uh, Derek McBride, who joins us a little bit later, they make up the horn section, which they call The Sex, um, and they are dancing the entire show, putting on choreography. At one point, they come out into the audience and play their horns. Their energy, they can really get the crowd going. We talk about that a little bit. Talk about how they get their set list together. Talk about their upcoming music festival, the Freak Stomp Music Festival. This is their festival. They started this, and that's incredible to me. Uh, as uh, somebody who's trying to get things started on their own. Uh, they have Afro Man of uh, fame because he got high. He's going to be playing there. It's going to be great. I don't. I honestly don't really know any of his songs. Did he do Co-op 45 and Two Zigzags? Baby, that's all we need? I think so, but I could be wrong. Um, I'm going to feel bad if I'm wrong. I'm sure uh, you can correct me in the comments. I'm not going to change it here because uh, it's improv. And so here we go. After the show with James Begin and then joining us a little bit later is um, Pags, the bass player, and Derek McBride. Which is can fine. we press on here, Dave? Oh, absolutely. Fuck yeah. All right, press cool. as much. It's, gonna, it's way easier. <laughs> <laughs> you are in the band Tropidelic. Uh, yes. We just got out of the show, 420 show. Your birthday. Happy 24th birthday. It's the best birthday in the world. Thank you. <laughs> uh, at the Cubby Bear in Chicago. Can you give us a little backstory on the band? Uh, what Let's do like 30 second elevator pitch for when you want to tell people about this band. So band started in 2008. Our lead singer and acoustic guitar player Rose started it in college. They broke up after he was done with college for a little while and they reformed in like 2011, 2012. And uh, the group of guys that are with the band now are kind of the resurgence of that. I had only learned of Trap and started listening to Trap after they had gotten back together. When Trap started in 2008, I was in eighth grade. So like, I wasn't really wise at all. And then I uh, had my own band in high school and we used to open for Trap and that was when I became aware. So that was like 2011, 2012. So tonight's show, uh, one of the things I loved is every time when I see you guys, you bring so much energy to every performance uh, from the time you get on stage, which actually surprised me. 
because I was looking backwards at the back of this uh, house talking to some people, and then I didn't see you guys gathering, and all of a sudden they just play this huge like chord and get right into it. Uh, and it was very jarring and very exciting, uh, very <laughs> adrenaline pumping. You and Derek, the uh, he's the trumpet player. He's the trumpet player, yes. Yes, came down in the audience uh, and played in the audience for one of the songs, which was awesome. Um, what is your favorite part of the show tonight? Ooh, of tonight in particular. I think uh, the last song that we played, it's called Volume. Uh, it's just like hardcore, like metal rap, essentially. And we weren't even gonna play it. We like, we finished the. That was a true encore. Well, without even them asking for it, like, we finished the set and we were about to walk off, and then we were like, "Oh shit!" Like we have like two minutes left. Okay. So we we're like, "Let's bust out something as quick as we can." So then Rhodes called for volume, and that's like one of my favorite ones, like for sure. It's just me and Rhodes rapping as fast and as hard as we can. Yeah. So it's a personal favorite for sure. What's tour life like? Do you like the like? Do you like being in the van and riding around the country, seeing new places, doing all that kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's the best part about it, you know what I mean? But uh, I would say the thing that sucks is the quick transition between being on tour and being at home. And, like, the, the transitional period is what blows. You know what I'm saying? You go on tour for, like, two or three weeks at a time, and at the end of the second week, it's just like, okay, like, I got my sea legs back. Like, I'm good to go now. Like, I understand. Like, I have my routine back. You know what I'm saying? But then after that, like, as soon as you start feeling comfortable, it's over. Or like as soon as I come home, like I'll come home and it'll be great. And it's like everybody's like, oh shit, like James is back in town. Let's party, let's go out, like let's do whatever. And it's like, it's awesome for a couple of days. And then I like slip back into the routine of like, okay, like I'm at home, like I'm seeing like my friends, my family, whatever. And then as soon as I'm comfortable in that again, we leave again. Damn. So like that's like the struggle is just that like you're just never like, but as soon as you get you're comfy. never settled. Yeah, as soon as you get comfy, it's just over and you're going someplace <laughs> else. You know what I'm saying? But I mean like traveling the country, something like, Traveling the country in the world, like just something I've always wanted to do. So it's like, it's super awesome. Whatever, like, I would I would rather be on tour than be at home. Yeah, that's like, good. What I've like I would hope realize. so. And that wasn't always the case, but like within the past year or so, that's like what I've started to realize. Because awesome. like I came from like dropping out of college, like do this too. So like I miss out on like a lot of stuff, like specifically with my family and my friends and things too. But it's like, you know, like, the kids that I kick it with at home like are still very much in their party phase or like do the thing, whatever. So it's like. Like, I got, a, I got a couple calls from my boys today who were like, yo, happy birthday, like, all that stuff, whatever. I'm like, hey, like, what are you doing? And they told me, and I'm just like, damn, like, I wish I was doing that, too. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I mean, that being said, like, there's no place I'd rather be than right here, right now. You know what I mean? But, like, this is what I want to be doing and where I'd, like, I'd rather be on the road 300 days a year than be at home. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like where, I, doing where stuff. I've grown comfortable. Uh, which is pretty much the point of, uh, your clothing line is it never nothing nothing never it's never nothing never nothing clothing yeah and it was uh, it started off as never doing nothing but then we switched it to, to never nothing just recently and we're dropping our our first prints on june 2nd which is uh, also the day that my solo mixtape comes out holy shit yeah it's just uh, like my solo hip-hop stuff but uh um, i guess it's not solo i shouldn't say but uh, <laughs> it's me and uh, my buddy little wolf from cleveland Okay. And uh, he's in my group, The Huff Crowd. So me and him are dropping a split mixtape on June 2nd, and the Never Nothing clothing line is also dropping the same day. That is awesome. Yeah, super excited. Super uh, excited. What is your, like, design mentality with that? Like, what are we expecting to see on the T-shirts and stuff? So it sounds kind of, like, crazy to say, but, like, I'm thinking, like, my main demographic is going to be, like, 20-year-old white girls who can't <laughs> skate 
the people I'm running with, uh, Chris Cola and Zach Cox, like, the three of us, like, we're not into fashion. We don't dress nicely. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, the whole plan is just like, to go like like the borderline like edgy mainstream like I guess but really like the essence of the whole thing is just like like I said it's called never nothing so it's like the whole point is like made for people and by people that are never doing nothing you know what I'm saying it's like I mean straight up like the shirt I'm wearing right now like this is one of my favorite t-shirts I own and when I put this shirt on for the listeners there is a skateboard uh, <laughs> a bottle labeled with three X's so I assume it's either full of porno or full of alcohol. A uh, pack of cigarettes, a spilled wine glass, and a spilled beer can. Yeah, so it's like, well, now that you've described it, it sounds <laughs> shitty. Like, this, this is one of my it's favorite all, shirts. Like, very cool. So it's like, I put it on, and it's just like, when I put this shirt on, I feel good, and I feel like ready to go, and it's like, I'm like the me that I want to portray. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, our shirts are kind of going to be along that line of sense of just like people that are self made and like people that like light their own fire. It's like the whole essence of the thing. And uh, people, like I said, like Chris DeCola and Zach Cox, the dudes that I run it with, my boy Kevin Krasinski, who you know as well, like, it's all, like, for people like that, they're just, like, are just always hustling and always working. Full disclosure, uh, we're cousins, we go back, uh, we also, we're not, we were almost in high school together, so yeah. close. <laughs> uh, Me and Dave, too, were, we were friends before we found out we were cousins. Yes, yes. So that's a really was, cool uh, thing, too, like, you get to pick your family sometimes, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, getting back to the show tonight, um, you guys did, uh, one of your songs, Offer It Up, yeah. which normally the refrain has kind of a, uh, gospel-y feel, it's very, Definitely. has a soul groove to it, yeah. and tonight you transition that to a punk feel, and yeah. I know that's one of the songs you said you had, I, I think that's, were you, like, the only writer of that? I don't know really how the song process goes, but... So anything that I sing, I write. And anything that Rhodes sings, he writes. So his verse on that, he wrote. But I showed up to, to band practice one day with my verse and the hook of that song. And I was like, let's make this a track. So the fact that it transitioned into a punk song, like the soul kind of like feel to it that like it originally came from, was absolutely the intent. Honestly, I don't play it. Like, I don't really play the guitar or the piano or anything. So when I write songs, I just write lyrics. So I wrote the lyrics to that over the instrumental version of... Um, Many of the Miles by Sarah Bareilles, who is one of my all-time favorites. She writes love songs like that. Oh, I'm that not gonna is write you a love song. You would never think that. No, from she's the style like she's of music the best, play. and like I love her, and I'm gonna marry her. Like many she's my favorite. Miles. So yeah, so I was doing that song too. It's like Many of the Miles is like, like I was just like I love this, like I love how this goes. Whatever, it's like I want to write something over this, and like uh, being in Chicago as well, like Chance the Rapper, like the king of putting hip hop over gospel. So it's like taking his influence and then being a huge fan of Sarah Bareilles as well, I was just like, I want to write something like like that's like that, but I can't translate that to guitar. I can't translate it to piano. All I can do is come up with the words. So I started listening to a bunch of different instrumentals by both artists, and I was like, okay, let's see like what I can come up with and like however, like just lyric-wise. So I wrote it over many of the miles, and um, I took it to practice with our, our old drummer, uh, Willis, at Savage Royale, the Shout out. hottest hip-hop producer in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, so I took it to him and I was like, hey, like, and I, I didn't even, I didn't even show him the song that I wrote it to. I just sang it to him and he pulled the piano out, the little keyboard, and like five minutes later, we got offered up. And then the rest That's of the band incredible. came like an hour later and we wrote it. But also the fact that a slow, like, soul jam that I wrote, the fact that it can be translated to a hip hop song in under, t or to a punk song in under 10 minutes, like, 
makes me feel really good about myself and my roots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I wrote that song, like, 12-year-old me would be like, yo, what the fuck, you pussy? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, the fact that it translated into a punk song in, like, 10 minutes, like, super awesome. And it just gives it more flair doing live, and, like, I think it, like, a, it's a, it slowed down the show originally, and it, like, kind of, like, slowed down the energy, which isn't a bad thing at all, I don't think, but I think, like, this kind of keeps it rolling, and, like, it's just different, too, for, like, the people that have, like, Come to really like that song and sing along, like it just adds a little extra element to them. Like, yeah, it's special about coming to the show as opposed to like listening to the song, you know. It's very easy to get into still because like the groove is very similar to the other one, yeah, definitely. Uh, hey, Pags, come here, Pags. We got Pags walking up, it's my bass player. Yeah, we're in the green room right now above the Covey Bear. We got Pags over here. Uh, do you want to join the podcast and we talk can do a that? Bit? How's it going? Got a couple good, minutes, good. Pags? yeah. Yo, so me and Pags today, we're, uh, we're starting a contest. We we're going to film it tonight. We decided that it wouldn't be in our best interest to do immediately before the show. But we're, we're in the midst of a contest of who can eat the most beefy Frito burritos from Taco Bell in one <laughs> So, uh, yeah, James and Derek like to pick eating contests with uh, items that have insane amounts of sodium in them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have to be very careful about when we do these, these eating contests. Yeah. We, 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 got, we got prepped up just to like see what we were in for before. I ate two and he ate one and like I felt like shit for like at least an hour like after just two of them. <laughs> so it was a really good thing that we didn't continue on before, before the show tonight. Yeah, you want to have maybe some diarrhea during the show? <laughs> oh, certainly. <laughs> I think both of us have shit our pants on stage before. Yeah, actually, yeah, my handle is Pag Shat the Bed. So like, yeah, oh, really? at Pags Shat the Bed on Instagram. Beautiful, beautiful. Hell yeah. Um, so how do you guys go about like getting a set list together? Like, What's that experience like? The, the two of us just show up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Not, really? Well, not for everything else when it comes to the set list. So like, we have like a lot of songs that like, whether we play them in the same order every night, they're songs that go together. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we have these two songs, Only Rider and Handle Your High. And both of those, like if we're playing one of them, it's going to go in that order. It's going to go Only Rider to Handle Your High. And like we, we know songs that like go well together and like we've run them into each other. So like they may be out of order sometimes, but like if those songs are being played, they're played in the order that we've like picked them out. We have like, we have like a 30 minute like banger set. Like if we're like opening the show for like somebody, we're on tour with 311 and like okay. Batfish and Flowbots on his people. Sometimes we only have 30 minutes to play. So we have our 30 second, 30 second playlist of like the most banging songs that we have. And like we play those in the same order every night as well because that's like the format that we kind of figured out. Cool, cool. So can you tell me a little bit about Mondays with the Sex? Mondays with the Sex. Uh, well, Pags also films a lot of those. We filmed those today, actually, one of them. Dave, you were here for one of them for the opening scene. Yeah, I got the joy did. of hanging out during that. Uh, <laughs> so me and my trumpet player, Derek, we identify as the sex, uh, the two of us, and we wanted to make ourselves a separate entity from the band, at least just in that sense. Um, but uh, we're just the sex, baby. If you got <laughs> to ask, you'll never understand. You know what I mean? Actually, yeah. he's right here, Derek. He's asking me about the sex, baby. What you think? Yeah, I mean, I sexually identify as the sex. <laughs> so what we were talking about before was like the set list. Was there any uh, favorite moments for you guys tonight? Rose's cousin is absolutely beautiful, and she Dude, just she's so hot. She just she kept looking me in the eye and grinning, and I could I could feel the desire on on both ends, and I my my loins were on fire. Here, here's a fun fact for you, Dave. 
Me, me and Derek fall in love in every town that we go to. Oh yeah, we were just in Charlotte, and, <laughs> and we almost we almost bought greyhounds for the following day to come back home because we fall in love every time we play. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll was probably buy a plane ticket here too. Was she here with her fans? Actually, really good part about tonight was watching the crowd fill in. Like sometimes, sometimes you're not sure like how the night's gonna go just based on like the crowd that's there before we start. And uh, it was really nice being in Chicago. There was a lot of familiar faces, so like that gets us going, and like the energy's good. And then uh, just <laughs> Derek. Derek is in. Derek's armpit farting. He's an avid. Oh wow! That, wait, that came from the armpit. Yeah. Wow. That is very convincing. <laughs> so anyway, watching people fill in and the crowd get bigger, and then people faces that we don't know, people we don't know. Watching them get hype about the show. If they've never seen us, it takes them a second to realize what's going on, and then they turn, and it's it's it, that is something you know when you get really in. fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think we got to wrap up, but finally, uh, do you guys want to throw out any promos? You got the Freak Stomp Music Festival, your only fe your like own festival. Yeah. yeah it's second year that we're doing it. Uh, it's two nights of Tropodelic, uh, one night of Afro Man, which yeah, is gonna be yeah, fucking I, awesome because we all got high. <laughs> And then uh, Bumble Ugly is going to be there as well. Sundried Vibes is our dudes. Um, yeah, I mean. Very cool. Yeah. You, you can check that out at thefreakstomp.com. Get, get all the info there. That's so awesome that that's that simple. Yeah. Thefreakstomp.com. Easy to So check remember. that out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, and it's in Medina, Ohio. We're from, yeah, we're from Cleveland. I don't know if we brought that up yet or not. I think so. But, cool. you know. It's an ancillary fact. <laughs> I'm sure they'll find it under Wikipedia. Do you guys have a Wikipedia page? We don't. Not yet. And we feel like we're just talking about that. Yeah. And like, I'm not gonna like openly talk shit on anybody on here, but like, there's some like piece of shit, terrible bands that like are way less famous than us that have Wikipedia pages. So we need to figure that out. I don't know like what you gotta do. To so get fan that. base shout out, whoever yeah, out if there. Someone is is a, yeah, if we, got, if we got Wikipedia editors, editors out there, like holler at your boys, like because it's it's bound to happen. <laughs> uh, any last words? Any any closing thoughts? Yeah, it's a good night in Chicago. We love Chicago. Thanks oh. talking to you, Dave. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah. Tropodelic, check them out on Spotify, Google Play. Uh, I'm sure other places where Everywhere. you can find Apple Music, music iTunes, YouTube, the whole deal. SoundCloud. It's all there. Go to Freak Stomp, listen to them, and also Aphromand. And I, there's an also there's a paragraph sized list of other bands. Oh yeah, there's probably oh yeah, five. tons of guys. Ten yeah. or twelve bands that. Hell yeah, the Quasi Kings, Little Stranger, uh, Roland Zen. Usher Kings. might be there. Yeah, Usher might be there. He hasn't confirmed yet. <laughs> but yeah, they sent an email to the management. I, I mean, yeah. he, he hasn't said that he's not going to be there. Also, <laughs> so you know. All right. Cool. Hell yeah.